Hi, my name is Kozan, and I'm a monk at Sokokoji, where I practice with the guidance of my teacher, Sokozan. We rely on your donations to support our programming of practice, study, and teachings, and to fund scholarships that help our full-time practice residents with tuition and living expenses. Thank you for helping our Sangha. Secondhand confusion. We'll get to that pretty quick. Hopefully, I'll know what to say about that. And, but before that, I'd like to thank everybody for helping support this uh, monastery and this community and support this uh, teacher. So thank you for that. And please continue to help us if you can. We have a really big project coming up. Uh, we'll get some architects drawings of it and try to get help from those of you who are willing and wish to support us and wish to help us build uh, a Buddha hall. So thank you. Secondhand confusion, like uh, first, the first hand comes up with the confusion that comes up, and then what do we do with it? Instead of receiving the confusion, looking at the confusion, we add to the confusion. It's secondhand. We get more confusion. Either we're adding to someone else's confusion rather than actually receiving what's happening with them, listening to it, understanding it. Instead, we crank up the thinking process and blame or spin in circles looking for what caused it, who did it, why is it happening. The whys are about control. They are not about understanding. Understanding needs to be done with uh, awareness, not with the thought process, though the thought process can help, of course. Uh, similarly, uh, secondhand, or should I say double negativity is another topic we've talked about before. And that's when the first thing that comes up with negative is that's difficult enough. But instead of really receiving that negativity, we abandon that or look away from it or ignore it for what we think about it. Oh, you hear me? You're hearing me hearing me talk about this quite a bit because I, everywhere I look, I see it. Not just out there, but here too. I see it. I couldn't talk about it if I didn't understand it personally. And there's nothing to fix. You will not graduate from this school. This is not a mundane path of completion, although that word is used quite a bit, creation completion. So the first confusion comes up here or there, and we do something with it. We spin it, or we push it this way, or push it that way, or we cover it up with our concepts, our ideas, our judgments, our validations, our criticisms, adding all kinds of things to it, rather than, rather than just receive what it is fundamentally. Sitting practice of meditation, and I feel like I've given this talk a hundred times, if not more, a little few different words, but it's a... Sitting meditation is about experiencing your own mind, the negative aspect, positive, negative, neutral, as it is, rather, rather than experiencing it and then coming up with a little ideas how you can squelch it or tamp it down, push it away. It's about awareness, not about control. Not easy to do that. Are there questions right now? Go ahead. Wonder Valley, how can we see that we're being pulled into somebody else's confusion? 
You may not right away. You may you may feel that it's just uh, may not have an identity with it as far as whose confusion. It just may be confusing, and your own confusion because we want so desperately to be in control and to know what's going on. Uh, we will, we will you could say, surrender our awareness, uh, and our awareness get, will get gobbled up in there. We will not have any understanding of it based on receiving it. It will be about adding, pushing, pulling. Passion, aggression, ignorance, hope, and fear, and all of that. More. How do we uh, surrender our awareness? <clears throat> By leaving what arises for what we think is a, is it is there, in terms of they did it or she did it or uh, it's not my problem or some kind of thought process that starts to make circles around the original confusion, the original, the fresh, just shows up. Sanho. Someone's confused. We respond whatever way comes up. They're upset that we didn't respond the way that they wanted us to respond. What do we do? Just uh, just receive it. That that happens quite often if, if you're in a relationship with somebody where there's just a conversation, interacting with someone around something you're working together on, whether it might whether it's your relationship or it's uh, trying to hang a uh, trying to hang a door in a doorway, install it, simple project like that. The, the communication part is very important. We have to listen, ask questions. Further question about that? Someone who power. A lot of them, but nothing in particular. So going back to people kind of put you on the spot if they don't feel like you're performing like they you should. You don't sometimes they'll say, Well, we don't seem to be interested in this. I really want to go into this, and you're kind of stalling, or you're you know, if you just listen, you are going to get accused of all kinds of things, everything from ignoring to um you're you think you know more than I do. You 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 you're only doing this because you know that you're wrong. <laughs> If you open your mouth, it'll be obvious. You can, uh, if I can chatter away like this, you probably could too. All anything, but to look at directly what it is and what is it. It's not separate. Mm -hmm. Anything that arises is completely your responsibility. I'm not talking about blame. I'm saying you need to respond to everything as it is. How can you do that? A wall here. And you have a car have carpeting in your house. You don't want to sit in front of a wall. Sit still, sit symmetrical, and watch the the way the mind keeps grasping at one thing, rejecting another thing, and blocking out passion, aggression, ignorance. Witness that in your mind stream as a meditator, so that when that comes up, uh, it's not just a a simple situation. It's got all kinds of condiments and frosting all over it. So you can't really see the fundamental. Uh, dynamic because that all those additions happen right away. It's the so-called knee-jerk action of ego to cover up, cover up. Don't look at that. Don't look too close at that. So that's why we sit and train our minds to see clearly, see fun what is fundamentally the truth, see it ourselves, not just live up to some kind of a standard of something. Not easy to do that. You know, I mean 
when a this or that shows up that is other over me or me over other when it comes to like a priority this yes. or that situation what do you think is missing from that equation um, what is missing uh is um is the openness that you would have because of what is present and what is present thinking that there's a right or wrong thinking of that and take it further than that thinking there is a you and someone else there isn't there's a body over there and a body over here but the fundamental situation has been missed because we grasp at that we see that someone has done something incorrectly or didn't listen to us didn't follow our suggestion or instructions for that matter and instead of trying to work on it from the point of view of just communication just talk about it ask some ask some questions about it interact around it rather than immediately bounce out of it onto some onto some idea or some conclusion when I, if i talk to somebody if i'm in an interview situation as soon as someone starts objecting to anything i stop because i know i i don't have a, a student anymore i have someone who's full of themselves they don't know that. I'm not saying they're all puffed up and proud of themselves and shiny and putting a crown on and holding a scepter. So I have this. But I'm saying as, as soon as as soon as that shuts down, I might as well just go take a nap or just listen, which is usually what I will do. I will listen. And I will endeavor to see if there's any kind of a opening or chink in the armor of defensiveness, of protectiveness, of ego. Pride showing up or not wanting to be wrong. People do not want to be incorrect. And if they can find some way to justify something they did, not just you, but anybody, me, then we'll jump on that, start making up stories about it. So you're responsible for everything. But don't take that responsibility to blame and don't take it to some kind of conclusion. If you're concluding anything, you 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 are shutting down. You're you might as well be blowing smoke into your uh, into your awareness. You don't want to see it. So what would be what would you do? Listen, slow down, receive what's in front of you, which might be your own thought patterns, without pushing them away, without trying to improve, without correcting yourself or others. Just observe. This is what you're doing when you face the wall. More? You and I, and when very busy or swamped with that observation of, of your own stories, objections, et cetera, um, what, what's there to communicate about? That's all that kind of looks like it's happening to you. How do you bring communication into that situation? Communication isn't necessarily language, uh, talking or saying, or what do you think about what I'm thinking that you're thinking? Or what do you think about what you're thinking? I thought you were thinking, but you're not thinking that. You're just thinking something else. Don't go into that. And when I say don't go into it, don't take your eyes off from it and don't object to it, but just be aware that thoughts come and go, come and go. And they and they usually are hinged on some kind of a, of a delusion called passion, aggression, ignorance, pushing, pulling, and shutting down. So bring, bring it to that. If you're sitting in front of someone, you probably aren't going to say much. And if they accuse you of being whatever, lose the war. I mean, you could actually look and say, perhaps you're right about that. 
That's not agreeing, but it's giving them the benefit of the doubt. And I mean, it's not like you're you're uh, you're pacifying them necessarily, but you're give them the benefit of the doubt. Someone, especially if someone's their body language is saying they're really stuck on what they're saying. So it doesn't mean that they're correct, but they think they're correct. You have to respect people's confusion or you aren't going to be able to communicate with anybody, let alone yourself. You'll be be confused about the stuff that's arising in your own mind because you'll start believing your thoughts, believing your opinions, believe your emotions. Don't believe your emotions. Don't disbelieve your emotions and don't ignore your emotions. Good luck. Because that takes a lot of practice to do that. Because emotions are so intense. You have negative emotions come up. Anger about something that someone triggered. That is your anger. That's not something, as I've said, uh, I've said it so much. I'm, if you have another idea about this, please give me another example. But I say no one poured a bucket of emotions into you. They triggered the ones that you already have that you've been able to hide out from, calm down, and pretend that you don't have that problem. You don't have any issues around that. Until somebody comes along, you know, just waving something, and the next thing you know, it's on the same frequency. It's on a similar frequency as the the area of your consciousness that you are ignoring. More? Yeah, no, I'm, and I'm wondering about when, um, when uh, it, it's a feeling, when a, a projection or a blame might come my way occasionally it's it's as if it feels it meets like a brick wall like a basement floor and it's really painful um what if you can in that description what what is that basement floor that that wall that that's hit it feels like that's that's uh, that aspect of the mind that uh needs to be trained it's consciousness, which grabs a form. It always finds the form it needs. And if there's no mind training, then what is it? What form is it going to need? Protect the ego. Don't be wrong. I've had people sit in front of me and, and tell me they're open-minded. Sit right there and lie to me about it. There's no way you can be open-minded. You can't be open-minded. Well, he's a really open-minded person. No, he's not. It might appear that way, but there is no such thing as an open-minded person. If you're in this realm, the human realm, you are not open-minded. You are swamped by desire, passion, aggression, ignorance, hope, and fear, the six realms and their various approaches. More? No, thank you. I'm not, I'm not open-minded. I'm sitting up here claiming to be open-minded at all. If anything, there's no mind, but that's not ignorance. As they think, I just mean if there's any dynamic consciousness that you may run into is no mind. That does not mean you feel good. That does not mean that you suddenly have kind of caught on to how to, don't worry, be happy. Uh, That will work for 15, 20 minutes. It might work depending on the karma you came into this world with. It might work for years. It's just a big snow job that lasts until you you come up on the edge of uh, sickness, aging, and death, and then all that all starts to uncover. More? Yes? 
even though I, you said that that is the part of the mind that needs to be trained, that description I gave of the wall. Way of talking about it, yes. The whole mind needs to be trained. But when it shows up as an item, like when you gave me the brick wall or the stone floor or something that's solid, you can't, it just suddenly came out of nowhere and it's shielding you from something. Is that weird? Yeah. That's what I'm describing. And am I? Probably. If, if I'm understanding, well, well, that that will never go away. If, if nothing has to change. If you're talking about fixing something, changing something, being different, being better, we're talking about the relative world. Go talk to a therapist. And it's not that therapists therapists aren't necessary. Sometimes that's the only option a person can have. They can't not ready to sit here and look at week after week, month after month, year after year, train the mind to see the truth yourself. It's a spiritual path. It's not the mundane path of accomplishing a damn thing, even though it's sometimes talked about that because who are we talking to? Crazy people. We're not, we're not going to start right out with saying, this doesn't go anywhere. The only people that are going to understand that is people who have practiced for a while and see that this does not lead to where you thought it might lead. Spiritual materialism, trying to use spiritual techniques to get to a higher state, a wonderful state of mind. It's not that there aren't higher states. There are. But those are all uh, relative. Further questions in that area or any area? Yoka Bowing, question from Zeb on YouTube. If hope and fear are two sides of the same coin, does one have to go, does one have to let go of hope to let go of fear? Um, you don't have to let go of anything. You'll never hear me say, just let go. I mean, unless you're hanging on to the jaws of an alligator. But I'm not going to tell you to do something with it other than say, look at what that is. Is that actually what you think it is? Or conclude that it is? So, no, you don't have to. Hope and fear are the same thing. They're different, but they're the same. Sandokai, the equality, equality of sameness and difference. That has to be seen with the consciousness, not just thought about so that you can write it down. Go ahead, Sano. Something beyond said, but I'm wondering. Um, you have to work with someone. They don't want to communicate. They don't want to collaborate. They don't want to cooperate, but you have to work with them. Yes. Any teachings around that? Well, a little bit. It's very situational. Um, it's very situational because it's, are you just talking about somebody that works for you or somebody you work under or someone that is more or less an equal in your work environment? There's just so many uh, variables there. Um, so the idea is that you're working in an, an, in an environment, you need to get the job done. So it would it'd just be very, very situational. <clears throat> Try to, there's, a, there's something called the four karmas, pacifying, enriching, magnetizing, and destroying. Something can be very helpful. It won't set up a strong standard, but it gives you enough of an idea where you could start by pacifying. You could start by 
pacifying some way. You could actually address the difficulty that they may be, be blaming you for. They may think you're the problem. I'm no problem. I'd be happy to work with you and come up, cooperate with you if you weren't such an asshole. Or if you wouldn't try to do this and try to control everything, take all my ideas and throw them away. I actually have the best ideas, but nobody knows that. They just don't appreciate how much I know. I'm not saying people will say that out loud, but they think it. So how do you do? How do you work with that? You may have to, um, if it's a relationship, uh, if the people are really close students of mine, I have them sit down and face each other and look at each other in the eyes for a few minutes, five minutes, three minutes, eight minutes, fifteen minutes, thirty seconds, so that so that you contact. You know, uh, I mean, you might even hold somebody's hand, somebody you don't care for. You take their hand and hold on to them, and just be with them. And, uh, and, you know, in your situation, it wouldn't make any difference uh, as far as looking in the eyes or seeing. You could also close your eyes. But some kind of contact, maybe knee to knee, something where you're just there. That, so the most important thing there is presence, and that is accomplished with the body, which believes that somebody. That's why it's so powerful. That's why you can teach yourself using the body. That's why we sit down, hold the body very still, and watch the, how the mind keeps rank, ramping up. So start by pacifying. This doesn't mean becoming uh, uh, wishy-washy about it. You could come in and say, it looks like we're having some challenges here. How, how, what, how do you, what do you think we could do about this? And they might come out with a bunch of aggression. Receive the aggression. No, even if it sounds ridiculous or if it sounds like they're just trying to download some uh, craziness on you, whatever, start out by trying to receive it. So that will be the major communication there is receive it no comment and the next thing would be uh, we could go into the other three but i think just understanding the pacifying one very important this means you you don't want any you don't want any to get anything out of the situation you don't even want to get uh, uh the cooperation or the collaboration because until the communication is really clear in other words you really hear what someone else is dealing with or what they're going through. And that might be, that might show up for you as, I'm never going to be able to get along with this person. The person is totally, they're stone crazy and their mind just spins constantly. And anytime I get into anything, just sitting down and trying to communicate with them, they, they're they just sane enough to keep this job, but they're not sane enough to, to work with me. Or maybe you're the person who's insane. A little bit of insanity everywhere. You can also get a third party to come in and help uh, help work with it a little bit. That that's also situational. Most important thing is don't give up on it. Intend to work with that person. Have the intention, just like you have the intention. If you're on this path, you have the intention to see the truth. No guarantee that you'll see it. But if you're working with another person, if the person the person is not a meditator, then I'm not saying they couldn't be. Uh, relatively pretty reasonable and clear and kind and workable, but there's still a, uh, there's still a grasping at itself. They still believe they are somebody. And I'm not saying that people who are on the path have completely um, seen through that illusion, but if they're, if they're on the path, at least they're working on it. They're trying to, they're trying to see the truth themselves. Did you have a specific there, uh, Sanho, that I could, Say more about possibly or. Sorry, about, give me a specific example. 
Yeah, something that isn't too complicated, that, you know, like a, something you could do in the moment with someone who said this or did this. Or um, The short version is there's a member of an organization where I have staff. Yes, were your staff? Staff, okay, go ahead. Uh, the member is extremely upset that we are honoring a contract that was signed three years ago in a state that has politics that this person feels unsafe engaging with. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're screaming about me and at me because they're very upset that I won't encourage our legal department to destroy contracts in millions of dollars. <laughs> but I can't do that yeah. for 13 people. Yeah. And so uh, you just, you just hold your ground. The way, the way I'm understanding it, you're the attorney there, right? That person's not an attorney, are they? Um, technically, yes. <laughs> They're technically, yeah. I understand, technically an attorney. I understand that. Like, I've met people <laughs> who are technically human beings out there, not acting like it. Yeah, so someone can have a bar license, but never have had practice. Okay, it's a good way of saying it. So I would say the most important thing is to receive from this person, but don't do, don't, don't, even up to it and receive so much that they actually kind of feel like you probably agree with them. And then when it comes down to get pushing you off the cliff, you can say, no, we really can't do that. That would be against the law or that would be uh, inappropriate. And then let them deal with it. They're going to come back with slings and arrows again, probably, but then return to your original uh, and it sounds to me like the position you're taking there, and we've talked about this uh, this topic a little bit, uh, uh, you know, uh, more than what we're saying here. I have an idea of what you're referring to, and I would say just hold your ground in that area. You're you're the attorney. You're being paid to do this. Is that correct? Yeah. So just do your job. Further question on it, or did I miss something? Yeah. Don't know about it. Neither. Okay, you're not going to feel good about it. It's very difficult to work with uh, with our own negativity, our own karma, let alone the karma that is tumbling around in somebody else's mind as we interact with them across the, the tabletop and in the office of the conference room or whatever. It's going to be difficult. That's one of the difficult things about religious communities, spiritual communities. It's just, you would think it would be easier, but it's just a mess, as Coben once said when he was, Coben was asked about uh, to describe or give some uh, what the sanghas, uh, something about the spiritual community or the sangha, which is a technical word for that. He said, uh, it's a garbage pit, I think. Do you remember that, saying that? It just means that it's difficult. It's going to be difficult to work with all the craziness and the neurosis of other people, let alone our own neuro neurosis that we might be projecting onto some someone or adding to it the secondary um, confusion. The first confusion is, is we, we can work with that, but then the confusion that that triggers in us that we have not examined, we don't really even know we're working with confusion. And as you've heard me say before, I'll say again, the primary confusion is thinking there's a solid being here or there's solid beings out there. That doesn't mean you go the other way and 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 emphasize that everything's unreal. And so nothing means anything. And so it's, Everything is a nihilism. No, you can't find a position on it. That's why it is difficult. Cayenne Bowing. Yes, sir. Can 
seeing the confusion that arises in one's mind as a result of some resonance with another person can seeing that in oneself be an awareness practice bowing completely thank you yeah, completely just you're just responsible for how you feel instead of when someone acts this way does this does this you may feel a lot of negativity around that but it, it is uh, it, nobody owns the negativity but if it if it belongs anywhere it would be in the mind stream that it arose in not in the person who is so-called trigger or is acting in a way that that uh, creates a, a kind of atmosphere or a or a um, a frequency a vibration that is resonating with your unexamined frequency or vibration the secondary or the double negativity or the secondary confusion it's just a we do it with awareness if you try to do it with a thought with the thought patterns you can do something there by thinking analyzing you can do some of it but all you have to do is run into somebody that's smarter than you are and they'll talk you right out of it or at least make you feel like you're not really sure because they're what an attorney or they're a psychologist or they're or they're jordan peterson if I keep mentioning his name, eventually he's going to come on here and challenge me. And I would look forward to that. And that's when I will put Jews on the charge. Cayenne <laughs> Bowing. Yes, sir. You've also described the kind of strange political period that we're in as an example of the unexamined resonance triggering fascism or whatever in, in the yes. maps. <laughs> Is there a way to protect ourselves from being sucked into the magnetism of another person's mind, Bowing? That's, a, that's an excellent question. and I, It's so variable with everybody. Everybody has a, has a, everyone has confusion and has a intelligence and has insight and has Buddha nature. But the way that we operate in terms of our uh, cover-ups are there, some of them are just, it's very hard to see the, the cover-up of pride because it just looks like you're okay and you just happen to, you know, I'm not sure why, but just happen to know more than other people. And uh, when people say things that are off, I just, oh, I, I have to quote, quote an old friend of mine. I see things differently. And there's nothing wrong with making that statement. It's just that that's the very nature of confusion is to see things differently. very nature of it. This person was not is not a student of mine, so was not open to being but taught. So what you would do to if you want me to continue, so what you would do to protect yourself is, is look at the way that, in which you're endangered, and how are you endangered by not training your mind to see clearly yourself. I'm not, I don't know if that's going to protect your 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 body from uh, someone creating a Gestapo here the next uh, election that's very possible does not look good and people are magnetized by insanity because this is a way of validating the, their own insanity that they are not they're afraid to look at so they see someone come out and just outrageously display their insanity like uh what was his name adolf hitler and they magnetize for the fatherland i'm doing this for you i'm doing this for you to protect you from the what, Jewish menace or something? Complete insanity, but would make make sense to someone who is 
covering up their fear. So what that person would do is uncover the fear by what they're saying and then show you what to do with it. And then you would be in a, what, cult. So the best thing you can do, we can't, it's like looking at a landslide. It's dependently arisen. It started eons ago. It's called humankind. And most of it is pretty confused along with amazing intelligence that human beings have. They're able to even able to create what they're calling artificial intelligence, which is just terribly funny. Artificial intelligence, as if this is real intelligence, and that's artificial over there. That 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 approach will kick your butt. It will kick your butt if you think you're creating something else. It's insane, but it's you know, legal legal insanity. So. The best thing you can do for for you or anyone that's listening to me here is say, train your mind so that whatever does happen in dependent origination, that is the causation happened three centuries ago and is just going to show up next week. You cannot interfere with that. You cannot interfere with dependent origination. You can't even interfere with it in your mind. Have you noticed how you can't control how you feel? It's dependent arisen. You can't control what you think. Dependent arisen. You can't just suddenly make your ears get bigger so you can hear better, like magic. Well, there's a few people that are working on that. Oh, I shouldn't pick on anybody, I don't think. <laughs> I'm working on being the oldest crazy person that I've ever met. And I'm getting there. I'm older than everybody here. Anybody want to challenge me? Don't lie. Don't don't say you're 85 when you're only 79. That was a little aside there. That doesn't don't don't, don't include that in the talk. Yes, sir. Do you mind? Does secondhand confusion diminish with practice? Um, I think there could be some diminishing there, but eventually you see that you see that there never was such a thing. Yet the whole concoction was was just a mirage of duality. But we're as long as we think it's real, we're gonna fight with it. We're gonna win, we're gonna lose, or we're gonna explain why we lost and blame some situation ourselves or something else. Confusion, confusion, confusion. As the Zogchen masters have said, this is completely perfect. But you have to look right in the face of what you think is confusion and see it. So you see it, not a thought about everything being perfect. You see the great perfection right here, right now. Everywhere you look, you see perfection. It's astonishing. It's about consciousness only. This is not consciousness, nor is it separate from consciousness. This does not... Um, this does not have an existence outside of consciousness. It's consciousness only. Without consciousness, you can't have a wooden stick. Just look at it. Just observe. When thoughts arise, just observe. Observe the thoughts. Train your mind to see very, very clearly the confusion that you're, is arising in the mind stream. Go ahead, sir. Chokodao bowing. <clears throat> What's the difference between um, seeing everything is perfect and the kind of pride, ignorance that 
might think it sees that way. The, the pride or ignorance that you're referring to it uh, is is a conclusion about something. And whereas the teaching of, uh, of the great perfection is saying that everything is that way. There isn't anything that isn't perfect. It doesn't see any polarity. If it sees a polarity, that's perfect. Whereas the one who is mixed up in their thoughts thinks they're perfect. And what they see is perfect. And what they think is perfect. But other people are not so perfect. But they might say, well, they're really trying hard to be perfect. And they've been listening to me more. So probably the perfection will get stronger. There's There are Dharma teachers everywhere that teach out of being right, not out of reality. If you teach out of reality, you won't know what you're talking about. If you know what you're talking about, this reifies a self. And there is no self here. There's no self in the skandhas. There's just consciousness only. Consciousness only may arise as the appearance of a separate being and may not. It may arise as a particular body form. They may not. There's nothing to correct. The way you can, people often come and say, well, what about the person who is really evil or hurts people or kills people? Or, it's dependent origination. It doesn't mean you let them off the hook or that you don't <clears throat> lock them up or do something with them, but you do it respectfully. You don't, you don't do it as if they're some terrible person that uh, needs to be punished. No, they need to be kept away from other people that they might harm. You have to be very respectful of the confusion. Otherwise, you'll misunderstand the confusion as something wrong rather than something that is confusion. I think this should that shouldn't be happening. So that's threatened. I need to move it. So is that confusion? Maybe. If you're in uh, Hawaii, <clears throat> you don't have any sirens go off, and you're, you don't have anyone protecting you, and you think it's time to get out of the way of the fire, it might be a good time to jump in the ocean. More? Less? Chisho, go ahead. Chisho Aung, why call it great perfection? Isn't that leaving what it is and putting a label on it? Of well, course it is. But you have to say something. And it's better to be completely direct about it. If you see this, it isn't, it isn't you that you don't have uh, bad feelings about that or that you don't appreciate the... the the fragrance of a, of a honeysuckle and do not particularly care for the, the smell of feces. It's not that you don't see the differentiation, but you see you can't have one without the other. And you see it in, you see it in its entirety. You actually see it, smell it, taste it, hear it, feel it, think it. It completely, even the ego is part of it. It's unreal. It's vividly unreal in emptiness. It is a grand illusion. It is. It is uh, like a magic show. It's like a bubble. It's like a flash of lightning, which is a, the old uh, prana paramita way of talking about it. But as long as we're differentiating, starting with I'm this body over here, or you're that body over here, there, and I have my stuff, and you know you need to go get your own, go get a job. There's just so much there that makes that makes the illusion of separation be just really powerful and for for one to sit down and and continue to continue to look at their mind look at the nature of the mind and see that you're not separate from anything anywhere it's an astonishing realization and it's not a thought pattern thoughts may join in and make commentaries but the realization if you realize it completely it can't leave 
because it's not an event. It is not an occurrence. It does not occur. It's the closest you can come to an occurrence is to something that occurs is what is in the way of that just drops just by you looking at it. You just look at it and you look at it. You don't add, don't subtract, don't describe it, don't give it any color, don't give it a name. Just observe it, 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 observe, observe, receive what this is, receive what is rising in your please receive it, receive it until it's gone. And it won't be an event because there's no one left to call it an event. There's no one left to, to even say, hey, I think I'm liberated. You will not be liberated. It's more like you will be at the mercy of everything. You no longer will have a personal life. If you're interested, I can help you. If you're not interested, do something else. Don't take up my time. I'm probably going to get more and more cranky as I go along. And I have too many students. I've got to get rid of some. Go ahead. Joking online. When the stick fell, did the identity fall at the same time? It's a way of talking about it. Identity doesn't do anything. It wasn't real in the first place, so it doesn't have to fall. The stick is a relative thing. I'm just using it as an example that, that there's some kind of blockage, and we have to look at the blockage and look at the blockage until the blockage just comes apart. And that blockage is just full of stories and ideas and programs and strategies and criticisms and judgments and finger shaking and you know, lawsuits and so on. More, more questions. Don't let me get away with that. Joke it out line. Everything you just described wouldn't change though. Would? Wouldn't. No, nothing has to change. Because you, you've transcended this. This is a relative world of illusion that we're deluded by into thinking it's real. And if you transcend this world, I'm not saying you won't try to eat well. You won't try to go to the doctor and take care of your health. But you're, you're not concerned about whether you continue living or not. Because you know that who you are is, is not only not separate from this, but also you are, you are not, uh, uh, you are not in, in, imprisoned by it. You're beyond, it's a transcendent path. You actually left this path for uh, living without any any walls of the mind. No blockages. Unlimited. More? Choking out mind. When you say enjoy your life or don't miss your life. I do. Are you saying don't miss the illusion? Enjoy the illusion? Yeah. Enjoy everything. Enjoy the illusion. Enjoy the... The delusion, if you can, it might start there. Just seeing your your way you would enjoy the delusion is seeing you cannot help being screwed up. You know, you've tried this drug, you've tried Wellbutrin, you tried Prozac. You're on your fifteenth therapist. You know, maybe in your uh, maybe nobody will even marry you. You're that messed up. <laughs> or maybe somebody will marry you and point out how messed up you are. You cannot figure it out or get around it. But what you can do is you can see what this is. If you're listening to me, you're ready to hear this. If you're listening to me and it, and it just starts, gets so you, doesn't make sense, so you could come and tell me about it. And then we could 
part ways. You're going to go another another direction. The truth is more important than anything else. What is the truth? Find out. Don't get your don't get that from anyone, even me. Yes, sir. Is the way that I should relate to secondhand confusion different from firsthand confusion? So the idea what is being conveyed there, I'm trying to convey there, is the first confusion is just it's just dependent origination showing up. But the the secondhand confusion comes from either your hand or someone else's hand, or you reaching out and pointing to someone else. Uh, it's just get, it starts to get complicated as, as soon as we start to look around for some cause or some other thing or somebody else who's more confused than we are, or their confusion is the real confusion and the confusion that I have is not that confused. I mean, I could go on and on and so could you. So coming back to your question, what do you want to know? I'm wondering if there's some value in trying to discern the difference between. I don't discern. Don't, don't figure anything out. Be, I mean, in your job, of course, you're going to need to do that because that's the structure of that kind of work. You're going to need to do that. But when you sit down and face the wall, it's just that. And that's probably not going to be very much. And it's going to be more and more, if I may say it this way, <clears throat> more and more uh, rarefied the content will begin to come apart. The content will begin to weep or evaporate, come apart. But the space doesn't go anywhere because it has no status as a thing. And the mind is a space. Buddha nature, the, the awakened Buddha, awake. Um, it's, it's just awake. It's just... It's just consciousness only. We only have so many con only uh, concepts to roll around with and try to point to this. More. Is the first-hand confusion just as dependent on thinking on, on duality as the second-hand? Yeah, it's it's dependent origination. So it's uh, pratitya samudpada. But then then more of that comes along when there's some kind of position taken by this body-mind complex that thinks it's a separate thing from everything else, human being. So you're you're neither a human nor you're not a human. You're neither a male nor you're not a male. You're neither a, you're not, the whole male and female situation is more duality showing up. Not wrong. We're not saying this is incorrect. We're not saying if someone wants to change their sexual orientations, they are wrong. They shouldn't do that. Some people may need to go through that. We don't know the causes and conditions that have happened to anyone 30 years ago or 300 years ago. It's very, very complicated. But if you realize what this is, all of that uh, is, is completely respected, but it is not obeyed. Don't, don't obey anything. Don't object to anything. Don't agree with anything. Don't ignore anything. More. And what I'm saying here doesn't mean that somehow you'll not have any suffering anymore. You'll not even, you could suffer more. There's no guarantee. Something Trungpa Rinpoche used to say a lot. If people would, he would slow, they would slowly try to pin him down to get a response. Okay, does this mean that you'll have no more future rebirths or, or anything? And, and he would invariably say, 
no guarantee, guarantee of anything. He says, well, you could say maybe that, but there's no guarantee. A wonderful, very charming Tibetan man. Yes, sir. Neil Kabang, several questions on YouTube. Uh, Let me have uh, five of them. David Randall Curtis, Bowing. Is it possible to use just observe in quotations meditation for physical pain? Bowing. Yes, I do it all the time. I'm in physical pain now. But that doesn't mean you have to focus on it and try to just macho through and make sure you don't ignore anything. It's about awareness. It's never about what the awareness or what arises in the awareness. It's an astonishing realization. Because that's and what makes it so astonishing is you can't really locate awareness. We don't even know what it is. But we know something, something shows up. It shows up in awareness. But then when we look closer, we actually eventually see this is awareness. Everything is awareness. Everything is mind only. More Next question. Um, Joe from Kalamazoo bowing. What is the individual student's responsibility for mundane confusion of the Sangha leaders and or teacher while continuing practice without losing focus? Bowing. that again. What is the individual student's responsibility for mundane confusion of the Sangha leaders and or teacher while continuing practice without losing focus? I wouldn't worry too much about focus. The important thing is to get, I don't know if you're a student of mine or not, and it doesn't matter. You're asking me the question. You're a student of mine for the next minute and a half or whatever. So I would say, don't do anything with that. Don't figure it out. Don't leave that Sangha, but also don't necessarily uh, crash into it and try to change it or kick people out. Or So I don't know what, not sure exactly what you want to know there. Uh, when you say without losing focus, that, that um, don't worry about that part. Just get to the cushion. Be uh, the awareness of not having any focus is a lot more important more important than the awareness of being focused. The awareness of being focused is a big lie. There's no way you can focus on this. You might not know that unless you've chanted something a million times, and then you realize you really can't. Don't know what the hell you've been saying, but you've done it a million times because you counted it. it. What it's showing you is you cannot find a mind. You cannot find it. The, the illusion that you are somebody going somewhere is just that, an illusion that you're deluded by. What does the delusion mean? You think there is someone going, but what is the illusion? You see, there isn't anyone. Never was any, anyone, and who you are is completely uh, unharmed and not threatened. doesn't mean you don't have nerve endings, but there's nothing to protect or defend. This is, this is protection. It's the protection of the shunyatapa protection that is mentioned in Atisha's Seven Points of Mind Training. Yes, more. One more. Uh, spool string bowing <laughs> is anything real? Yeah. Your question is real. Well, now it's not. It's gone. 
relatively real. Things are relatively real. But the ultimate reality is, is not a thing. It's a way of talking about it. And when you realize it, you won't have that question. And you won't, and if someone else has the question, you may respond to that in different ways with the, the idea that you want to help them or teach them. I'm looking at you as if you were spool string, but you don't look like spool string. Are you spool string? You're not. Take my word for it. Isn't spool string in the UK? No. Is there any other questions? Josh Bowie. Go ahead, please. What does it mean for ego to be disappointed? Well, it's uh, not getting its way. If that's, I'm not sure what it is you're looking for, but you go get. Uh, go ahead, please. You. I'm I'm referencing a quote from Chogyam Trungpa where he says that, or at least claimed that he said that enlightenment is ego's ultimate disappointment. Yes, yes, ego doesn't get to get included in enlightenment. It, it, it's it, ego is an illusion that comes apart. That's why I was saying earlier, when if you realize what this is, uh, it's no realization because no one, there's no the consciousness is, there's no part of consciousness that is realizing what the other part of consciousness is still deluded about. That's why when you realize this, everyone realizes it. When you realize this, you see everyone is a Buddha. You realize there's no one to say that that doesn't mean, <clears throat> that does not mean you should not receive the vow and, and work for the benefit of all, all beings. You should do that so that you can see the truth, so you can see there are no beings. It's an illusion that we're deluded by. Yes, sir, Sanam. Earlier you said that nothing needs to change. Yes. If nothing needs to change, why try to help people in the first place? It's, because there's the illusion of, of separation. There's the illusion of otherness. There's the illusion of human beings who believe what is happening to them, they believe it and they hurt themselves and they hurt others in order to, to try to control of what is unreal. It's an it is like a dream, like fighting in a dream. So in order to excuse me, in order to deal with our own craziness, our own illusion, excuse me, our own uh, misunderstanding our own delusion we we intend we intend to save all beings it looks like there's a, we, we see it they look real we look real so the intention is to not necessarily get this into enlightenment but help all, save all beings so it's just a it's just an odd kind of way of working with it that buys into the illusion of otherness and uses that to transcend it's like a raft the raft is unreal when you get to the other shore you don't need a raft and even the idea of a shore the otherness that shows up there the duality is just a way of teaching a way of talking about it there's really nothing to do as Coben said when he translated 
uh, put in the, the uh, heart, the heart sutra mantra in his own words of um, uh, falling apart, falling apart, falling apart, uh, nothing to do, everything all at once. Everything all at once wipes out um, time and falling apart, falling apart is wiping out space. What's falling apart is your ideas about who you are and what this world is. And I didn't check with him to see that 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 is what he meant, but uh, seems appropriate. There are further questions. I keep looking at my wrist on my watch right here. Josh Bowing. Yes, go ahead, Josh. I realized how silly the question was before I asked it. Never mind. Hmm. So you're, you're going to say that and then not ask me? That's not it, very... I will try. It was uh, nonsensical in my head. Okay. Uh, is it the case that if one claims to understand what this is, that in claiming to understand what this is, they've created an idea about what this is, and that's not what it is anymore, forever? Well, that could be a way of talking about it. I, I, I'm not making any claims or anything. I'm just uh, teaching the Dharma. And uh, the only way this works is if you're a student. And if you're listening to me and you're and you're you somehow are uh, misunderstanding uh, what I'm saying, that may might that might mean that you should be teaching this. And I would say, like Suzuki Roshi once said, um, one of the students asked him how uh, he was a Suzuki uh, Roshi was probably in his late 60s at the time, I would guess, and the student was quite a bit younger. Uh, and he said, so, Roshi, what's the difference between me and you? And he said, I have students and you don't. I, I've always enjoyed that because that pretty much simplifies it. So there, there's no claim being made, but there's an understanding, and you find that you might be able to um, support someone's awareness practice so they can see the truth themselves, not just follow you as some kind of a cult leader. Further? Uh, no, no more. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yu Hong Bao Ying. Today, during the book study, uh, I think Chuja asked a question about intention. You mentioned we cannot align with the intention, if I can recall that correctly. What do you mean? So we, we can't be checking to see if we if we're intending or not. It just it's just intend. Just return to the intention. And don't try try to necessarily build up some kind of structure that you call the intention and you're aligning yourself with it or living up to a standard of something. It's 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 worse than that. The intention is difficult because there's no support for it. You don't know if you're even doing this correctly. The feeling of not knowing whether you're doing this correctly, that's why it seems to be necessary to have a structure of the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha, the teacher, the teaching in the community, and the teaching the teaching of uh, a dependent origination, powerful, the teaching of the, the, uh, the Four Noble Truths, the, all of the different paths, and so on. Yuhong Baoying. So when you say just return, just simply return. Yes. 
return. You may do it just in your mind. You may uh, receive vows, which I don't necessarily recommend that you do. That's up to you. And you may uh, you may think about the three jewels and see if that uh, structure is supportive to you, so that you can have some kind of a some kind of a, a a structure or a form for your practice, so that you can train your mind to see clearly, rather than, rather than be at the mercy of all the negativity that runs through the through the mind stream, hopes and fears, fear of losing, fear of getting uh, turned down, fear of not not being successful fear of being criticized by others, fear that we don't really understand what's going on, we don't understand who we are, fear that we might be going crazy. There, there are lots of ways of dealing with that that are mundane. They are not wrong, but they're, they're it's kind of patchwork, kind of fixing how something feels or how something looks or how we what we think about it. The spiritual path is about seeing yourself what this is, and it is not separate. There are no two separate things anywhere. If you see it, the war is over. The peace is over. In other words, the polarity between war and peace, it's just this. It's just this, always. Thank you. Fine. Welcome. So, should I stop? Just because it's your birthday, you're gonna say stop. Was that was that why? Oh, okay. It's uh, what was your name again? George. George. It's Ondo's birthday, and so she is gonna be old. pretty old. <laughs> old. I'm not gonna tell you. Oh, she's gonna be more. What was that? I said 21. Never looked so good. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> okay, should we? Stand and dedicate the merit? Okay, thank you. Hi, I'm Senshu, one of Sokuzan's monks. Sokuzan offers his wisdom tirelessly with complete love and devotion. If you value these teachings, Sokuzan, the mandala of Sokukoji, please consider donating at sokukoji.org. Thank you.